Social Zoom Factor, episode 275. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Your great idea needs a great platform to shine. The way you brand your idea can make all the difference. Small details such as your domain name matter a lot. It's your online identity, so it needs to create an impact. I've decided to brand myself using a .online domain extension. A web address as simple as pam.online will benefit my overall branding in big ways. It's short and simple, which makes it memorable. You too can build a stellar brand on a .online domain extension. Check out get.online slash Pam and use the coupon code Pam to save 90% on your domain name for the first year. Again, that's get.online slash Pam, coupon code Pam. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are talking about one of my very favorite social networks, and that is LinkedIn. And I am going to be sharing with you 10 power tips for how you can ignite and grow your business and your brand. Now, a Deep focus today is also going to be on your personal brand and how you can really leverage your personal brand in a way that is going to help you ignite trust, build relationships, connect with the right people, build authority through content that you engage with and share. Every strategy and tactic that I am going to share with you today, you can honestly start implementing immediately. So I promise that ROI on your time and listening to this podcast, I've put a lot of planning into it and I know that it's going to provide you massive value. Now, let me give you just a little bit of background so you know you're listening to somebody that knows how to leverage LinkedIn. LinkedIn is one of the most overlooked social networks. And it's looked over many times by people who don't understand it. So a company may have a marketing person that could be leading their marketing, or maybe they hire somebody, you know, straight out of college who is managing their social media. I mean, it could be all over the map. And regardless of the situation, oftentimes whoever is leading that marketing or that digital and that social strategy, they may not personally know about the value of LinkedIn because they may not be aware of it and they may have never used it. So oftentimes what happens is then the company, the business ends up not using LinkedIn, mostly just based on the fact that they have a marketing leader who doesn't understand the power of LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is not your grandmother's help me find a job platform. While yes, you can find a new career opportunity on LinkedIn, it really is designed for so much more. And particularly where the economy is today and how 
overcrowded and noisy the different social networks are becoming, LinkedIn is really a safe space for a lot of businesses and a lot of business leaders. And regardless if you were working in a business to business type of scenario where you're selling to other businesses, or even if you're working in a business to consumer market. So you may own a hair salon or any type of business. If you were targeting a human being who has a job and makes money that they need to make money to buy your products or services, you should be on LinkedIn. Okay. So you really need to do the double click, quote unquote, double click and take a look at LinkedIn if you haven't already. For our business, we spend honestly probably the least amount of time on LinkedIn with the highest ROI for the time that we spend. And the leads that we get directly through LinkedIn are oftentimes the leads who when they reach out to us, it's not can we find out what you do? Or, you know, I just want to talk to you and pick your brain. It's more, how can we hire you now? Like, I need you to start with me this week. I need you to help me train my team. And my agency is called Marketing Nuts and we are a training and consulting company. So a lot of times the leads that we get through LinkedIn are leads that are saying, I need you right now to help empower my team or I need you to come in and you know help us put together our strategy and our plan to take our marketing to the next level. So the leads that come from LinkedIn are very high quality. They're different than some that come on through some of the other platforms. So it's quality over quantity. And back to the history of how I got started on LinkedIn, I spent 15 years in corporate America and I worked mostly in big tech companies. So a lot of enterprise brands managing enterprise hardware, software, doing a lot of work inside the company as well as outside the company because I always had a dual product slash product marketing and branding type of role. So building my network was always very important to me, both inside the company as well as outside the company. So I worked at companies like IBM, GE, Storage Tech, spent seven and a half years at Sun Microsystems, which is now acquired by Oracle. And funny fact, our office used to be in the building that is now where Facebook is in California. And I worked out of the Colorado office. So anyway, I had an EVP that I worked for and he uh, was big into tech like all of us were. And LinkedIn was launching and he got early word about it and came and said, hey, Pam, there's this thing called LinkedIn that's in beta that I really think you need to take a look at. I think I can get you into the beta program. So I was given an invitation and I started building my network there. And I'll tell you the ROI has just been amazing. And so the one thing about LinkedIn is you are going to get out of it what you put into it. If you just look at it as a social network that you build your profile and everything's going to come to you, it doesn't work that way. And if you also just look at it like I'm just going to, you know, build my profile and start spamming everybody with some automated tools, you're also not going to be very happy with the results. 
fast forward to today. And I now have, I think, over 350,000 people that follow me. Somewhere along the line, LinkedIn made me a power influencer on the platform. And I think I have over like 14,000 connections. And I am not one of those people that just tries to gather connections. I really am careful about the people that I connect with. But bottom line, the ROI is high. So let's dig right into these 10 power tips that you can use to start growing your business and your brand on LinkedIn. Number one is you need to know your audience. Who are the people that you are wanting to connect with? Who is your ideal dream customer? What's keeping them up at night? What do they need from you? Why are they on LinkedIn? What are they looking for on LinkedIn? Who are they wanting to engage with on LinkedIn? What are they talking about on LinkedIn, right? You need to know how your ideal customer, not only who they are and what they're about and why they need you, but when it comes to social media, you also need to understand why your target buyer is using a particular platform such as LinkedIn. So I encourage you to check out some of my recent episodes that I just published. These are hot off the press as well on audience marketing and includes like 10 reasons you need audience marketing, how to use buyer personas, those types of things. But knowing your audience on LinkedIn is going to be your number one key to success. And I encourage you to go download my brand new buyer persona worksheet and templates. They are editable and there's both B2B and B2C versions for you. Just simply go to pam.online slash my buyer. Okay. Number two power tip is you need to make sure that you optimize your LinkedIn personal profile as well as your business page. Okay. But start, if you are just getting started on LinkedIn, I encourage you to start with that personal profile. It is the most important. Make sure that you are filling in all of the content areas and that you are putting some thought into the content that you put in on there and that you really are thinking about your personal brand, how you want to earn trust and build authority and not just throwing, you know, your 20 year old resume up on LinkedIn. Really dig into the features and how can you best use everything that's there for you to maximize how you present yourself on LinkedIn to everybody who checks out your profile. And if you're, you know, if you really don't know where to start and you've never thought of your personal brand before, and this is something, maybe you've thought about it, but you've never really taken that step to start building your personal brand and put putting yourself out there, I encourage you to go check, download my personal branding guide and worksheet. It will guide you step-by-step with some very important steps that you need to take to start building your personal brand and really figure out how you're going to share your story with the world. Just go to pam.online slash my brand to grab that guide. And remember, as you're building your personal brand, perfection 
is the enemy of good. And sometimes really good is good enough. So do not wait until everything's perfect. I want you to start getting out there and testing things and start populating that profile. Let's move to number three, because this will be your next step. It is being a connector. All right. LinkedIn at the core, that's what it is. It is a people connector. And the key word is connector, not a place for you to be a spammer or annoying. So it's up to you what you do with that connection, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes. But you need to make sure that you are connecting with the right people and then being proactive and reaching out and connecting with the right people. It's one of those platforms that it's okay for you to take a first step. You don't have to wait for everybody to come to you because the more that you, people that you start to connect with and the more that you are providing real value on the platform and engaging with people. LinkedIn is really good at organically, which means they are putting your profile in front of people saying, hey, why don't you connect with Pam? Looks like this could be a good connection for you. And LinkedIn will do that organically for you to help you make some of those connections. But LinkedIn won't do that in the ways that it's really going to help your brand and business unless you're also putting in the right time. And unless you are also, you know, optimizing your profiles and making sure that you're describing your way, your your brand accurately so that LinkedIn knows what you are about and then can can help connect you with the right people. So look at LinkedIn as you're just getting started as just a networking opportunity for you to connect with real human beings. And my partner in both business and life, we've been married for over 20 years. He spent many years working in corporate America in sales and business development. And so we always laugh about LinkedIn because back in the day, he would have to, you know, he, we would have to go out on sales calls when he was selling, you know, corporate uh, enterprise and data services and software, you know, they would have to travel all the time. And many of you listening to this may still be doing this a lot now. And they would travel and go into an office and meet with people and then be looking around the room at the executive who or whoever they're meeting with, looking at the pictures on the wall and trying to see, okay, do they have any kids? You know, what awards do they have? What associations are they part of? Like, what are they into personally? That's the power of LinkedIn today. You have an opportunity to connect with humans without having to go through their their administrative assistant or somebody who, you know, is that gate that is not letting you connect with them. You can get details on who that person is, who they're connected to, who's in their network, what's you know, what's interesting them? What content are they sharing and liking and engaging with? You can then educate yourself before you even reach out to them to want to be their contact. You can make that human, which leads us to number four. Make sure that you are engaging in human ways and avoid automation and spamming. And there are a lot of tools that are out there that will enable us to send massive amounts of spam on LinkedIn. And though you may be new to LinkedIn and you may think, oh, this is a great thing for me to use. I can send you know messages to all of these people with the click of a few buttons. While there may be a time and a place for some automation, 
I really believe that LinkedIn is not the platform to do that. And being a person that has 14,000 connections, I have 350,000 plus followers. I get a lot of spam and I'll tell you, it's not good. I see people, you know, copying and pasting, same messages telling me, you know, good luck. I can help you in the insurance business. Let me help you do this. I mean, they're just copying and pasting and blasting noise. So here's the thing, because there's so many bad spammers on LinkedIn, when you are if you want to call yourself a good spammer and you're like, well, I'm going to send relevant content uh, through these spamming tools, they're going to like my content. The thing is, there's even though you may be new to LinkedIn, there's people who have been on LinkedIn like me for 20 plus years. Okay. We understand LinkedIn. We know what is spam and what is real. So, And even people who haven't been on as long as I have, they're very experienced in the platform. So you need to make sure that you are respecting the time, the timeline, and the inboxes of people that you reach out to and that you are more focused on connecting authentically, sharing relevant content, you know, giving love, as I call it, the social love to people with no expectation to receive. So, you know, do not do things like doing posting a new post on LinkedIn, then tagging 50 people, hoping that those people are going to see it and then it'll help other people see it in the feed. That is a hundred percent spam unless it is a piece of content that is uh, appropriate for that, which is highly unlikely. So just make sure you're engaging in a human way so that you can earn trust and that you can build your brand in a relevant way that makes people want to connect with you and get to know you and want to work with you. Because remember, it's not our goal with digital and social media should just connect names. We want to grow our business. We want to build authority. And the way we're going to do that is by being human. Okay. So that is at the core of everything you should be doing. Number five, at the same time, don't be afraid to have a voice. I want you to have a voice and use the different features that are on LinkedIn to publish your content. So whether that's posts and articles and, and, um, you know, engaging with other people's content. You can use LinkedIn as a distribution channel to get your content seen, shared, and engaged with by more people. And our traffic to our websites and blogs, LinkedIn is the number one traffic generator. It's only second to Google organic because we get number one driver of traffic to our blogs and websites is Google. Thank goodness. We put a lot of time into that organically and never have we done any, you know, black magic SEO tricks. It's always been a hundred percent by focusing on real relevant content. But LinkedIn is our number one social media and external traffic driver other than Google. So it can definitely drive traffic to your owned media and digital marketing sites. So things you want to make sure that you're doing, 
that you were creating and sharing relevant content, that you were creating content and that you are focused on having a unique voice, okay? Yes, there may be other people in your industry who have been talking about the same things you talk about for decades. Who cares? Bring your unique perspective to it. There's always somebody that wants to connect with somebody like you, they, you where you can explain it to them in a way that somebody else hasn't been able to explain it. So share your own content and you can share your content from other platforms such as your blog or your podcast or the videos, you know, post content natively to LinkedIn. So let's say you have some videos that you're producing, or maybe you have, you know, an entire rock solid playlist out on YouTube or Facebook of videos that you've published. Take those one by one over a matter of weeks and post those to LinkedIn and post the video native to LinkedIn to see how it performs for you. You can post the podcast as well. So share content as well from what we call the OPC. This is third-party content, other people's content and other people's community. That is how you really are going to ignite your brand on any social network and out on the digital web. Because if you try to go this alone, your voice oftentimes may feel, you may feel like your voice is just kind of in this echo chamber. And we want to have a voice and we want our content to get heard. We want people to see it and watch it and engage with our content. And when we tap into the power of the OPC, other people's content, other people's community, it really can help us ignite those results a lot faster. So that's why the connections are so important. When we connect with the right people, we can share their content to our network as well. And I'll tell you a story about that here in a minute of uh, some one particular scenario that really helped ignite my brand on LinkedIn a while back. But you know, don't be afraid to share trending content as well. You know, content that's already performing. I have had some really good results with sharing other people's content that honestly sometimes just pops into my feed. And uh, recently, you know, I've had videos that have had 100,000 plus views on them all for free organically on LinkedIn. And those are videos that are mine oftentimes, as well as videos that I'm sharing from other people. When I share them, then you know I'm getting 100,000 plus views of that content within LinkedIn. And it literally took me just a few minutes to share that content. So maybe if right now you're in a situation that you just don't have your content strategy nailed down, or maybe you're short on resources that you don't have the time and money to be developing the content that you really should be, you can initially start focusing by just sharing other people's content that's relevant to your target market. And I promise you can get some good results with that. Okay, so I know we I've shared with you so far five power tips to build your business and brand on LinkedIn. I have five more power tips that I promise you are not going to want to miss. So before I go there, we need to hear a word from our sponsor. Please give them a listen. They are what keeps this podcast zooming. I will be right back. 
to achieve success better than anyone else, you must stand out. And you don't always have to do extravagant things to make your mark. Sometimes taking care of the smaller yet significant details is enough to do the trick. For example, one of the first decisions you'll be making for your business or personal brand is deciding its domain name. A small detail, but it hosts amazing branding benefits. I am going to build my presence on a dot online domain. Dot online has a global appeal, is relevant, keyword rich, and most importantly, it tells your users that you were online and it helps you achieve the objective of standing out. Dot online can be used for your primary website, your blog, portfolio, or anything else you dare to dream up. The versatile nature of the domain extension makes it easy to adapt by any industry. To learn more, check out get.online slash Pam. Again, that's get.online slash Pam. I'm back. Okay. LinkedIn power tip number six is you want to test and customize your content and messages for LinkedIn. So what do I mean by testing and customizing? I want you to customize the content for LinkedIn. So even if you are publishing the same content that you put on Twitter or you put on Facebook or you put on Instagram, whatever platforms you're using, I want you to customize not only the text, but also the visuals. Now, if you're sharing a video, that's different. The video is the video, but you can customize what you type into the post to explain the video. And now if you're doing a text post, I want you to customize it for your LinkedIn audience. And that's why we talked about the number one power tip being you must know your audience because the customization that you're doing and the way that you are going to test this, you want to make sure that it is relevant and that your target audience is responding in the way that you want them to respond. So you can test different visuals. And I am very active also on Twitter. So I have, I think, over 300,000 people that now follow me there. And I engage there a lot. I actually spend more time on Twitter than I do on LinkedIn, but both with very high ROI. LinkedIn just doesn't require as much time. But I do not often post the exact same textual content to LinkedIn that I use on Twitter. It's a different platform. On LinkedIn, our content can be longer. But if you have a call to action, I'll use a lot of visuals on LinkedIn. You know, one of the types of content I love using on LinkedIn, I love sharing my blog and videos and podcasts, of course, but I love, uh, sharing like downloads and have an actual call to action where somebody can download a guide or a worksheet because that then adds them to my email list. Okay. Just like I offered you a couple different downloads that I know are relevant and will help you. I do that here on the podcast. I also do that on LinkedIn. Now, the thing with LinkedIn, if you share just a visual, so you want to share, if I share it as a visual with an image that I post on LinkedIn, and then I want to share the link with that, then I want to make sure that the link is appearing in people's newsfeed and that they don't have to click see more in order to see that link. So that's just a simple example of how content is different on Twitter versus LinkedIn. 
So you need to know aesthetically, how is the content going to appear on LinkedIn? And you also need to know how people expect to see that content on LinkedIn. How, you know, if you're brand new to this, look at how other people are doing it. And people that you know that you can trust in your industry, how are they doing it? People that are getting high engagement and, um, just learn from others the best that you can, but you want to make sure you are testing your own content and that you're testing different mediums and the video and the audio and different visuals and seeing what your audience likes and engage engages with. And I know this can get really overwhelming when you're starting different topics and visuals and different mediums. And it's really good use of your time to plan it out. You just got to plan it out and take the time to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do month one, month two, month three. These are going to be my topic focus areas. And then you can break it down by week to just start to simplify and really build out that plan. I have a content calendar you can download. It's at pam.online slash calendar. And it is broke down for you for the year with every month and every week and every day already populated for you with a specific day so that you can start planning out that content and will also help you uh, map it and align it to the needs of your audience. Power tip number seven is to have an opinion. And this goes not only for your content, but for other people's content that you were engaging with. So when you are engaging with other people's content, provide real thought and opinion. Don't just be like, oh, this is a great article. Thanks for sharing. I mean, you can think deeper than that, right? Provide an opinion. Why is it great? And don't say it's great if you didn't actually read it. Because I promise if you actually take the time to read some content on LinkedIn and some of the other social networks, you probably will find some content that's very valuable. And then you actually will have something to say of value about that piece of content. That's going to go so much further than just having spammy comments to say, hey, this is great. Thanks for sharing. Let me share a little story with you that demonstrates the power of having a thoughtful opinion and what it can do to grow your network, build relationships, and grow your brand on LinkedIn. A couple years ago, I had a post pop into my feed from a guy named Oleg, and he just happens to be the CTO of the Daily Mail. Well, he had a post and he was kind of saying some bad things about a particular website that he thought was really spammy. And now that I know Oleg, he really doesn't normally post that type of content, but it was one of those days. Can you relate to me where you're just kind of not in the mood to see mean bully type of content? And it kind of just rubbed me wrong. So he's bashing this website saying it was a terrible user experience. So I went to the Daily Mail I went to their website and checked it out and oh my goodness, all these ads started popping up and it was a terrible user experience. Okay. First key there is I went and did research to comment, to have something thoughtful and educated that I could share on his post. So I went and very boldly, I posted, wow, Oleg, I said, maybe you should check out the user experience on your own site you know, maybe probably with a winky smiley face. And then I gave him some screen captures of what the user experience looked like to me with all these ads popping up. 
Well, surprisingly, Oleg replies back and says, thank you, Pam, you have a valid point. And we were able to have a great discussion right there on LinkedIn. He then took the step and connected with me on LinkedIn and we started having a conversation. And now over the last couple years, we have built a very strong relationship. He shares my content to his mass audience and has helped me, has reached out and asked how I can help him him and we've helped each other both grow our networks in amazing ways on LinkedIn. So he'll tag me on relevant posts. He'll include me in conversations. And so we've kind of become best buddies. And had I not had the guts to have an opinion and actually post something thoughtful on his post, I would have never made my friend Oleg. So I just love this story because he's such an amazing person and he shares really good content. And honestly, anything I share from him turns to gold on LinkedIn. So him and I have a lot of the same thoughts and our hearts are in the same place with homeless and a lot of different things that are going on in our world today. So I really encourage you to have an opinion do it boldly, do it nicely, and do it from an educated, researched point of view, not just throwing, you know, mean comments out there. Power tip number eight is to make sure that you simply check your messages and respond to them. Okay, a lot of business happens in the messages on LinkedIn. And although you may receive a lot of spam from the spammy people, because I would be lying to you if I told you that there's no spammers on LinkedIn, there's a lot of spammers on LinkedIn, but it's worth the noise for the powerful people and the heartfelt people that you can connect with on LinkedIn. Just trust me, it's worth it. So there are golden nuggets of value in your LinkedIn message box. Take the time to respond to messages and get to know some of the people who are reaching out to you and just ignore those spammers. Power tip number nine is quality over quantity. And just, I believe this on any social network and digital marketing that you may be doing, marketing overall, no matter what you're doing, is less is truly more. And when it comes to LinkedIn, honestly, five good minutes a day of quality time that you are investing on LinkedIn is better than 30 minutes of time that you're wasting stalking your competitors or spamming people. So even if you can give it five minutes a day, I promise you will see value. And we've, we've helped a lot of executives and business leaders do this. So if you need some help, you know, whether you want some help with your personal brand or with your business and, um, or whether you need to get some of your executives on LinkedIn and you don't know where to start, we can absolutely help you do that. Power tip number 10 is to simply pay attention to the analytics. Make sure that you are looking at even just the posts that you are putting up on LinkedIn, the articles that you're writing, anything that you're publishing, 
take a look at how many views are you getting to that content? Are people liking it? Are people engaging with it? Are they commenting? Are they sharing? Uh, Is your target audience responding in the way that you expect them to respond to your content? So if you have a call to action, maybe you're doing things similar to what I'm doing, where I'm putting some white papers out there or some worksheets and guides out there that I want people to download. I encourage you to set that up in a way that you can track those specific downloads that are coming from LinkedIn. So whether you're doing that through, you know, your Google Analytics or whether you're doing that through maybe a unique URL that you're using or whether you set up a, you know, specific mini funnel, sales funnel, where you have a specific landing page for LinkedIn people, you know, there's different ways you can do that, but you want to measure and make sure that your audience is taking the action that you want them to take. And remember, people want to be told what to do. They like to be reminded, hey, go download this now. Hey, watch this, check this out. You know, it's going to help you because why? So, Make sure as long as your content is actually going to be providing that specific benefit that you offer them, then don't be shy and saying, go grab this worksheet. You will need it. It will help you with whatever it is, ABC. And also be looking at profile views. So not only can you see the number of the people that have viewed your profile, you can also see who's viewed your profile and a lot of other data that goes along with that. So make sure that you check that out. So there you have it in a nutshell, 10 LinkedIn power tips to grow your business and brand. I hope that these will help you. I hope you can take immediate action on them. And as you start to increase your presence and maybe your level of engagement on LinkedIn, I just want to remind you that LinkedIn is not the same as Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And you don't need to assume that just because it gets the reputation of this quote unquote B2B network, it's really so much more. It really is a human network that you can connect with other human beings in a human way. So human content works. Some of the same content that you may post on Facebook may actually perform even better on LinkedIn as long as you're customizing the way you're presenting and talking about that content on LinkedIn. So don't be afraid to share things that are personal to you, to share hobbies, to share charities, to share ways that you're serving the community, ways that you're feeling about what's happening and going on in the world. Now, I'm one of those people, I'm not a big believer in talking about politics. I do share from time to time content about my faith. Now, I will never publish content telling people what they should believe in or not, but I'll tell you my faith-based content works really well on LinkedIn. And a lot of people don't think about LinkedIn as a network that you could share such personal content as your beliefs. And you can, but you have to build your brand in a way that is right for you. That's what's right for me. So as you are thinking about these 10 power tips, I really encourage you to to start with knowing your audience that we talked about at the very start of this episode, and then really building out your own personal brand and thinking about how are you going to build your brand in a way that then you can connect with the right people to grow your network and earn trust and build your brand. It's not like you just plaster your 
profile on LinkedIn, you're going to see immediate results. You really need to take some of these steps in order to maximize uh, the investment of your time. So I hope that these tips are successful for you. I wish you the best of success. Download some of the resources that I mentioned. I know that they will help you and reach out to our agency, The Marketing Nuts. If there's anything additional, we can help you with. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.